0: What does it mean to live differently? Hi, I'm Jenna. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. The real reason behind this podcast is to encourage you to live differently. In a society that tells us that more is better and busy is to be expected, I want to give you permission and tips and tricks to help you create a simpler home, simpler days, and cherished moments. Each week, we'll talk about decluttering, organizing, and managing a home. We'll talk about thriving in motherhood, slowing down, and cherishing the journey. Most importantly, we'll have real conversations with real moms who are choosing to live differently and finding joy in motherhood. Take the first step to simplifying your motherhood and head over to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources to find a free resource that's perfect for you in the season that you're in and stick with me each week as we dive into these topics together. Well, hey there. Welcome to another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. In case we haven't met before, my name is Jenna, and I am thrilled to have you here this week with me. This week, we are jumping into the last day of the workshop, day four of the Simple Home Reset Workshop, and I can't wait for you to hear it. So let's go ahead and dive in now. So it's the last day of this workshop, which is always kind of bittersweet right it's hard to end this I just love so much the connections that we make and the people I get to meet when I do these and so it's kind of a bummer for me that it's the last day but that doesn't mean I won't continue to support you whether you join the mentorship program or you just want to reach out periodically I would love to continue to support you so yes it is the last day of this workshop but remember you still have access to these lessons for the next week all the way through not this coming sunday but the following sunday which is september 6th this um facebook group will be live after that i will be pulling it down so make sure that you watch the videos before then okay so you still have a whole week Even though we won't be doing these live lessons, you can rewatch the ones that are there and I'll still check in and see if you have any questions and all of that. And I might, you know, if I get a lot of questions through email or in the group, I may come live just to answer those questions for you throughout the week next week. Because I know this stuff takes time, so I don't expect that you've gotten um, through all of it already so i have kind of weird lighting my window was so bright in front of me and now it's dark in front of me so we'll see maybe the clouds are kind of going over the sun i might change um lighting as we go who knows so i'm so glad you're here with me live i see quite a few people so say hi in the comments if you are live this has been more of a shy group um, as far as chatting in the comments and in the facebook group, but it is nice to know that we're all in it together. So if you are here live, or even if you're watching the replay, um, write us a little hello in the comments so that we can see you. All right. So today we are talking about maintenance. So this is day four. Day one, we did clutter, we talked about all the stuff in our house and how to let go of it and just a lot of different things around how it impacts us and what we can do about it. Then day two, we talked about organization and some different tricks to starting to see a more organized home. Day three, we talked about those routines and that one is a huge one. Once you've decluttered and organized, we wanna put some routines in place for all those things that we do every single day that, you know, just drive us crazy and take so much of our brain power. Let's automate those things. So that's day three. And day four today, we're going to be talking about maintenance. So I am super excited about this one because I don't want you guys to like need these workshops for the rest of your life. (laughs) Although that would be a really good business plan on my part. I don't want that. I want you to um, be able to just go and maintain the things that you work on so for those of you who go from through my workshops or through my mentorship programs I want to keep connected with you and support you forever and ever and ever, but I don't want you to need me forever and ever and ever. So kind of like our kids, right? Like we don't want them to need us when they grow older. We want them to want to be with us, of course, but we don't want them to need us. We want them to be able to go out into the world and do their thing. And I want you to be able to keep your home simple even when we're not doing these these workshops together. So I just wanted to say that that we have to be able to maintain it, okay? We've got to be able to put some things in place that will keep us where we want to be. And this is a tricky one because our seasons change, our kids grow, we grow, our hobbies change. I mean, everything's constantly revolving and changing, and so the maintenance piece takes a little bit of work, and you will have to go back periodically and relook through your things because you'll outgrow things or you're, you know, like I said, your interests will change and all of that. So those are some of the things we're going to be talking about during this maintenance one. And maintenance is something that I got quite a few um, questions through email this week about just how do I keep it from coming back? Why do I always feel like I'm just decluttering and then decluttering and then decluttering? So we're going to touch on that today a little bit too. So hi, Casey. Oh, it's so fun to have you in the group thanks so much for showing up live and for being um brave enough to put something in the comments and i'm so glad the videos have been helpful that is the goal here i want you guys to make some big strides this week so so good to have you casey thank you so much all right so i want to start with this one of my business mentors once told me that there are four things that you have to do to be successful at anything and if course she was talking about business but this perspective is really great for our whole lives so I wanted to share it with you so what she said was that most people get stuck staying in numbers one and two and never get to number three and four but they are just as important if not more important to being successful at something and so I want you to think about these steps um, as it relates to your home and the things that you are working on this week okay Let's go through these four things because this business mentor of mine, she walked me through these steps and I thought, oh my goodness, I have to share this with my audience a little bit. And so the four steps that she says you have to do to be successful at anything are the learning phase, the doing phase, the refining phase, and the maintaining phase. So a lot of people get stuck in the learning and the doing. If you are anything like me, you are consuming information all the time. We have podcasts to listen to, we've got all kinds of great documentaries. We can now listen to books, audio, so we can, you know, do that while we're driving or or doing anything really, cooking, cleaning. So it's so easy to consume information and to learn and learn and learn. And sometimes people get stuck there. They never take action. You almost feel like you're making making progress at something because you're learning it. But if you don't ever apply it and do it, then you don't ever get anything out of it. So I do not want you to get stuck in step one this week where you know, you've know you learned all this new stuff, you may have some new strategies you can put into place and then you just never put them into place. It takes time, I know, to do the action steps but it is so worth it. So I want you to make sure you do not get stuck in the learning step this week, okay? and I'm guilty of that especially with growing my business I like to soak in everything I possibly can I'm a photographer as well and so I'm constantly learning about new photography strategies and equipment and all kinds of things and I love that but I have to be doing I've got to be out there shooting photos I've got to be doing inside this business where I'm doing my podcast and I'm you know doing the research behind all these things that I talk about and stuff so we can't get stuck in the learning phase we've got to actually do it if we're gonna make it progress. So learning, then doing, so taking action. And the third one, refining. This is one we don't usually think about. Once we do something and we put something into place, we have to make sure that it works for us. And if it doesn't, we can refine it. It doesn't mean we failed. It means we can learn something from it and we can refine it. And the best um, one I have for this that we've talked about this week, the best way to think about this is with those systems that we talked about and the routines that we talked about. When you put in organizational systems, if it's not working for you, refine it. It doesn't mean you're starting from scratch. It means you're building on what you've already done and you're moving forward and making sure it works for you. So don't get stuck thinking, oh man, I failed. I could never do this. You know, I used to do that with meal planning, templates i'd find on pinterest and i would try it for a week and it didn't work and then i'd be like well i just can't do this i don't know how to meal plan or even with organization in the beginning where i felt like i was organizing and then organizing and then organizing and i just thought oh i'm just messy i can't do this i'm a lazy person i just don't put things back where they go but that's not true we have to refine our systems to make them stick and to make them work for us and the same is true with those routines we talked about yesterday If you've got a laundry routine that you, if that's what you said you wanted to do, that was the number one thing I heard from people through email last night was, I've got to get my laundry system under control. I need a routine for that. And so I talked back and forth with a few people on how they might implement that. And if you are starting a routine like that, you've got to stick with it for a little while, but then refine it if it doesn't work and that's okay. Don't feel like a total failure, like I can't do this. Refine it and make it work for you. All right, and step four, maintaining. That's what we're talking about today. Once you find those things that work, we got to make them stick. Okay. And so same thing with like business, like my mentor was talking to me about is you've got to maintain those things, keep going with them and keep them where you want them to be. Same with your house. Once you get the clutter out, we want it to stay out. Now, as much as possible, you're going to get clutter into your house. You're going to have loved ones that give you gifts. You're going to have friends that give you hand-me-downs. You're going to Bring stuff in. But if you know your intentions, if you know the things that you want to keep and don't keep, if you remember the hard work you've put in, you're going to keep with intention rather than just keeping everything that comes your way. You're going to be more diligent about making sure a lot of things just stay out of your house in the first place. So maintenance is what we're going to talk about this week. And I hope that you've learned a ton, you know, before this stage and that you've even moved into like doing some of the action steps that we've put in place. But now um, once we leave, once we, you know, you've done these action steps, once we leave from this week, I want you to be able to go forward confidently knowing what you're going to do and keep your house the way you want it to be and you're probably not there yet and that's totally fine but i want these maintenance things to stick for you all right so we're going to talk about some of those things today things that you can be careful of moving forward so that it sticks as you go forward so several things come up when we think about maintaining a clutter-free home and the very first one i'm gonna say and I'm not trying to be like harsh in this one. This is for all of us. Every single one of us who's in a boat where we have too much stuff likely struggles with this. Now, you might be thinking, oh, I don't struggle with that at all. And if so, lucky you, because I think the majority of us do, and that is our consumption habits. Now, that could be just going shopping because we feel lonely that day or... Um, You know, buying things out of habit or just because we're bored or we like certain things. We like clothes, so we're going to go get the newest, latest clothes. It could just be that advertising really works, right? I mean, it makes us want things that we don't need, but we consume way, way, way more than we need. And that is a hard one to really look at ourselves and say, like, what am I bringing in my house that I don't need? What are my habits that's causing some of this? But I want you to do that. I want you just to take a few minutes sometime today and think about your consumption habits. And you might be pretty good at not shopping. Like maybe you don't enjoy shopping, but I bet there's places that you can consume less. Now, I don't think that consumption in and of itself is bad. So I don't want you to think, oh, Jenna thinks, you know, nobody should shop and buy anything. And that's not true. I think we need that for our economy to be strong and all of that. But I think you need to consume with intention for so many reasons. One is the amount of waste from buying things that we don't need, both with your money and with the things that we end up throwing away or donating, which... Ultimately, end up thrown away by somebody. All of that waste has a huge impact on our lives. It has a huge impact on our planet and all of that. And so, consuming without intention is irresponsible and it's something that's really gotten us to this place where we have these homes full of stuff, right? And so, I am totally guilty with you on this. So, I'm not trying to be like sitting here on my pedestal saying, (laughs) you know, stop stop consuming things you don't need because I still do that. I still find myself bringing things into my house and I'm like, oh, I wish I would not have bought that. And so it is something that you will continue to do going forward, but you'll do it so much less once you've gone through these processes and once you've really looked inside and thought, Where do I consume too much? So that is number one. We have to change our consumption habits and we have to look at ourselves and say like, where can I consume less? For some of us, especially if you are the one doing all the grocery shopping in your house, for some of us, it might be food. It might be the grocery store. And I know that sounds silly, but think about all the times you've bought things at the grocery store and then thrown them away a week later because they went bad and think about the times you've gone to the grocery store without a list and you've bought everything that was on the three for five sale and the five for ten sale and the clearance you know the clearance rack in the back of the grocery store and all those things and then you end up with a ton of stuff you actually didn't need in your pantry even though it looked yummy and it was on sale it doesn't mean you're gonna eat it right so we can overconsume in a lot of ways and so i really want you to be thinking about that one that is a big one moving forward with maintenance All right, the other thing that we really have to think about is other people giving us stuff. And so moving forward, I want you to find a way to communicate your intentions with other people, with your family and your friends. Do it gracefully, do it kindly, accept gifts still. Don't be a Scrooge and not allow people to give you gifts, but continuously have conversations around why you want to live with less stuff and I guarantee it will switch the mindsets of a lot of the people around you as well. And if it doesn't, it is okay to donate things that are given to you. That's one of the hardest things to get rid of, but it is okay to not keep things, not keep everything that somebody gives you. You can appreciate the gift, appreciate the person, and still pass on the gift if it is not serving you. So don't forget that moving forward. All right, let's see. Oh, another area moving forward that you want to think about is your own gift giving and holidays and birthdays. If you love to celebrate birthdays and holidays, think of other ways you can do that besides getting hundreds of gifts for each person. Because those are very stressful times, both financially and because at the end of it, we look around the house and we think, oh my gosh, this place is full, it's over full, what are we going to do? And we're overwhelmed. And instead of enjoying the holiday season, we end up stressed and just tired because of everything that came in. So think of other ways that you can really express your love and gratitude for people and enjoy the holiday season without having to make it all about gifts. Number four is refining our systems. So we talked about the refining stage with those four stages I talked about in the beginning. Refining our systems and changing as our seasons change. So as your kids grow from babies to toddlers or toddlers to school age kids, or maybe you're going from having kids at home to empty nesting, or maybe you are just about to retire and you wanna have some hobby space at your house. Throughout all these different stages and seasons of our life, we have to refine our systems and make changes in our house as we change to make things continue to stay the way we want them to. Otherwise, it'll all kind of snowball on us and we'll feel overwhelmed once again. And the fifth thing I want you to think about going forward is just periodic decluttering. So you're hopefully never going to have to do a giant purge again if you do one now. If you go through this workshop and you say, okay, I'm going to purge as much as I can. Or if you go through the mentorship program with me and we really dive deep in there and get rid of... The goal is to get rid of all the stuff you don't want in your whole house. And so if you do that with me, hopefully you will not have to do that again in the future. But you will have to periodically declutter because stuff's going to come in. Birthdays are going to happen. Holidays are going to happen. Hand-me-downs are going to happen. Um, And your kids are growing and they're going to not have the same interests and you're growing and you're not going to have the same interests. So think about how you can continue to put that into your life. I like to about every three to six months, so kind of like around the holidays and then the end of the school season, and then sometimes in between, depending on you know what our home looks like, that's when I like to kind of go through things. I like to go through wardrobes because it's winter and during the holidays here, and then in the summer, kids are off of school, and so we can kind of put some old things away, get some new things out, and that sort of thing. And so you know, think of a couple different times a year where you're gonna commit to just going through your house really quickly. Um, And you can do some things also where you're doing this just as, you know, as you see your kids grow out of something, donate it right away or however it works best for you. I like doing it a couple times a year and it only takes a little bit of time. It's like a couple minutes in each room and my house is where I want it to be. So it's not always going to feel so big. It feels huge right now, but it's not always going to feel so big. And that is why I do the mentorship program because I know that this is big stuff, like thinking about decluttering and organizing your whole house and then setting up routines and systems and figuring out your time management and getting meal planning, all of that feels huge. And so the mentorship program is meant to walk you through it step by step. And that is why I do it so that we can break it down and make it simpler because it feels really big. But I promise you, it's not always going to feel that big. Okay, you are going to go through this process and you're going to start making some progress. And then you'll feel that momentum to make some more progress. And pretty soon you're going to look back and think, wow, look at all I've done. And now this doesn't feel that hard at all. All right. So what I want you to think about is where do you need the most attention right now? So I went through those five things are your consumption habits, helping others understand about your new intentions, the gift giving holidays, birthdays, etc., refining your systems as your seasons are changing, And then the periodic decluttering. So think about those five things and decide where do I need the most help right now. Just choose one. Choose one area that you're going to focus on. For most of us, I'd have to say it's probably number one, the consumption habits. And if that's something that you struggle with, that was me in the beginning. I was decluttering and then bringing stuff in and then decluttering and then bringing stuff in. And I thought I was purging stuff All the time. I thought, man, how could this be? I'm constantly getting rid of stuff until I really sat down and looked at how I spent our money and where I was going when we were bored or it was cold outside. You know, I'd take the kids and we'd wander around Target. Well, of course, I'd come home with things. And so I had to really look at my consumption habits. Something else I love to do is go to garage sales. I love going to garage sales and just like finding little treasures, but I tend not to do that near as much anymore because I know. My habit is to bring home things that I think, oh, these are so cute and then I don't really need them. Um, and so there's lots of things we can do to curb our consumption habits a little bit and, and fix that area if that's what you're struggling with. Another thing that you you know think about if you're thinking about consumption is all those red signs we see everywhere in the grocery store you know, that tell us the sale price or at this regular store. Those are there for a reason because it gets people to buy things they do not need. So really be thinking about the advertising that's going on around you and why you want to buy certain things and whether or not you actually need them. All right. I want this to really challenge you moving forward. Like I really want this experience this week to challenge you and to help you make big changes. And they're going to start off small. You're going to make these little tiny changes. And a month from now, you're going to look back and think, wow, look at what I've done. And then you're going to continue making little changes. And you're going to look back and you're going to feel so good. Maybe you're going to do a whole decluttering weekend or week. And that's fine too. That would be great. You're going to get rid of a lot of stuff. But either way, just know that you're not going to fail at this. You can't fail Because if you're moving forward with your goal of, you know, living simpler, even if you make a mistake, as long as you learn from that, you're not failing at it. You're going to move forward. You're going to give yourself grace and you're going to say, okay. You know, now I know I'm not going to buy that jacket next year. <laughs> I bought it this year. I thought it was so cute and I never wore it and it sat in my closet. Oh yeah, I remember what that's like, right? So you're going to you're gonna remind yourself of those things. You're still going to make some mistakes, but you're not going to fail at it. You're going to go forward and you're going to put all these things into place and it's going to be so good, you know, a couple months from now and a year from now. You're going to be so glad that you did it. So, You've got to stick with it. So, the only way you are going to fail is if you just stop and you're like, oh, I don't have time for this. I'm too tired for this. Make it a priority in your life because you're going to get that time back. You are going to get so much more relief and you're going to be able to be present and all of those things. So, it's super important, this stuff. And that is the whole reason I teach it, is because, you know, So i'll tell you why i started i started teaching simplicity to moms because i was selling a treadmill on craigslist and the mom who purchased it from me asked if we could deliver it so my husband and i and our three kids went to their house to deliver this treadmill And when we got there she was holding a baby on her hip she had one that was completely naked except its diaper in one of those walkers in her kitchen and there were cheerios or whatever kind of food he was eating all over the floor and she had a preschooler who was jumping on the couch and i walked in and i smiled at her because i had three kids too and they were all just barely older than her so it was like we were i was one you know year ahead or something with each of my kids And she said to me, I bought this treadmill so that I could start running again because I used to love to run. And I was like, wow, that's so great. You know, and she said, I'm going to use it during nap time. And then I said, okay, so where are we going to put it? And she led us down to her basement, her unfinished basement that had no windows except like one tiny little window and said, I'm hoping it'll work down here. And so we took it down these stairs and we set it up down there with all... The whole thing around it was boxes of stuff, kids' clothes and Christmas decorations and all this stuff. And she looked at it and she said, I hope I can exercise down here with all this clutter around me. And so I'm just thinking about this whole picture. This poor mom was so overwhelmed. She couldn't get outside for a run because she had no time. She had these three kids and she was planning to run during nap time in the basement covered in clutter. (laughs) And I knew how unrelaxing that was actually gonna be for her when that was all she was looking for was one hour to relax. So that is why I teach this because I feel like it is so important to live differently than that. That is how we think is normal. Like that's what we're told is normal and all that. And I don't want that to be your normal. So if you have ever felt the way that mom felt, I have felt that way. I don't want you there. So that is why I do this. Workshop. That is why I do the mentorship program because we we are going to get you out of that place where you feel so overwhelmed. Now you may not have kids, um, and that's totally fine. This is not just for people who have children. Although that is my season, and so that is a lot of moms gravitate towards me, but I've also had grandparents go through the program. I've had um, people who are just retiring and they want a simpler lifestyle go through the program. So it truly, living simpler is for everybody. It's not just for moms, but I can tell you if you are a young mom and you have kids at home, I don't want you to miss that. So you've got to simplify it. All right? Well, it has been so lovely getting to know so many of you. If we haven't chatted over email yet, feel free to shoot me an email or connect with me on Instagram at Jenna Arvidsson and send me a DM there and we can continue getting to know each other a little bit. All right. And I hope to see many of you in the mentorship program. It's going to be such a fun group. So I'll see you over there if you're ready for it. And I will keep popping in here. right have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend take care thank you for joining me on the simple home podcast this week it truly is a blessing to have you here if you've been enjoying this podcast and found encouragement here can you take a moment to leave a rating and a review on itunes this is how podcasts grow and how they reach larger audiences and i am so thankful to get to work with so many women and spread this message. So if you have a moment, head to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I love to read what you have to say, and I might just spotlight you on an upcoming episode. Also, if you think a friend could use this kind of encouragement, go ahead and share it with them. Tell them about the podcast. Tag me on Instagram with a picture of you listening. Whatever we can do to encourage more women to live differently. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.